When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. It's your host, Lisa Michelle. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. It's episode 28. And I couldn't be more excited to be talking to you today. Um, You know, I get a lot of questions about different types of businesses that can be started with zero money up front. And there are a lot of things you can do on your own, but a lot of these businesses actually require some type of you know payment up front or uh, some type of equipment that you need to purchase in order to be prepared to start the business. So I thought I would talk a little bit about businesses that you can actually start today or this week with, without anything really up front. So there are 15 business ideas that I wanted to share with you today. And one more thing, I did want to mention that if you're interested in learning Canva, if you're new to the platform, if you're unfamiliar with it, it is a graphic design tool that is is excellent. It allows you to create graphics, social media content, posts that you can share on different platforms. If For example, let's say you're selling artwork you can create graphics on Canva where you can actually share those pictures on your social media platforms with friends and followers. It's amazing. And there's a free version of it. So you really can't ask for anything more. And I did uh, actually complete a course on Canva. It's called the Canva Bootcamp for Entrepreneurs and Freelancers. And it's available now. I'll put a link to that course in the show notes along with a link to a giveaway. So if you want to enter the giveaway and get the course for free, you can do that. Or you can just go ahead and try to purchase the course. And there is a 20% off discount code that will also be found in the show notes. So I just wanted to mention that in case you're interested in taking the course. Okay. So let's move on to the 15 business types, uh, 15 businesses you can start right away. The first one is freelance writing and freelance editing. So if you're someone that is good at writing, good at editing, if you are always someone that catches people's typos and and grammatical um, errors, freelance editing and writing may be something that you'd be interested in doing. You don't need to have money up front. If you have a computer or a tablet or some type uh, of um, word processing software that you have access to, that's something you can get started with right away. 
You can go to different websites like Upwork, Fiverr, and there are a few others that aren't coming to me right away. But for all of these business types, there will be a list. Now, leave a link in the show notes, but there is a list that you can actually print out. And for each business type, there is a link to an article or some resource showing you how you can actually go about starting that business. So you're not kind of left hanging. So just look in the show notes for the link and you can print this out and you'll have it uh, as a resource uh, for yourself. But yeah, freelance writing and editing is an excellent idea for anyone who's interested in writing or doing any type of copywriting or editing. That's number one. So number two is resume writing. If you've ever had to draft a resume for a job, I mean, maybe that's something that you enjoy doing, but for a lot of people, resume writing is a daunting task and even having to update or edit a resume is usually is <laughs> not something that most people really want to do. So if that's something that you don't mind doing, if it's something that you think you can be good at, because maybe you've got a good eye for design and you know what a good resume would look like, or if you you know, just don't mind doing the research to learn how to draft a good resume, that's a good option for you as well. So like the first option, all you need is some type of word processing software and a computer. And if you don't have a computer yourself, if you have access to a public library where you can use their laptop or their computer, you can possibly even work out of the library once you get a few clients. So again, there'll be a link with an article or a website that'll show you how you could actually start a resume writing business if that's something that you're interested in. And because it's something a lot of people don't like doing, I think it's something people wouldn't mind paying someone else to do for them, which is why I included it. I think it's a good, it may be a good option. Number three is logo or image design. And even though I'm just saying logo or image design, it can be any type of freelancing that's related to that. If you can do logos, if you can create branding for someone, if someone needs customized uh, thumbnails or if you if any type of technical or graphical design would be, I think, a good uh, freelancing job or even career. And I'll leave a link to an article that shows you how to go about starting that. But for a lot of people who have blogs and different online businesses, you need to have different things that will help you set yourself aside in terms of branding. So a lot of times what people will do is turn to someone like a designer to create an, an, a unique image or unique logo or you know something that they can put on their website or on their stationery or you know, t-shirts, if they're selling t-shirts that are branded, they'll hire someone to do that. So again, websites like Fiverr are great for things like that. I, I myself have hired freelancers from Fiverr to help with designs and anything you could think of, actually. Um, you can go to the website yourself and just kind of browse it, and you'll see how many jobs are out there on that website and people are utilizing that site for freelancers. So that's logo or image design. Number four is Etsy. 
So Etsy, if you're not familiar with it, it is an online marketplace for uh, for people who sell crafts and homemade goods. But now people are actually selling clothing and different items uh, print on demand. So it's not just you know handmade soap and handmade jewelry anymore. It was that way for a while, but now people you can pretty much find anything on Etsy, and you can create different. Uh, printables or digital downloads to sell. You can sell, like I said, items using print-on-demand companies, or you can create whatever type of art or craft that you may be interested in, in creating. But there is a 20 cent listing fee. So it's technically not free. They do sometimes offer you uh, specials where you can list a certain amount of items for free. But in general, there is a 20 cent listing fee per item. But I just still wanted to mention that because it's a good way to get your materials or crafts, whatever it is you're selling out there to a marketplace where people are looking to buy. They're not, it's not like posting some type of a a marketing graphic on social media where people just looking at pretty pictures. People go to Etsy because, you know, maybe they're trying to buy something that is, it's a marketplace for people who are shopping. So it's a good place to list items if you're interested in selling physical goods or digital downloads like printables. Number five is consulting. Now, a lot of people think that you've got to be this top notch expert in order to consult. And that's not true. Everyone knows something that someone else may not know. Everyone has the ability to share something that they've learned along the way with someone else who wants that information. So the key would be just finding out something that you feel comfortable teaching and then meeting up with someone who's interested in learning that particular skill. So if you are someone who's a good cook, you can possibly offer teaching or cooking, I'm, I'm sorry, offer cooking classes. If you're good at gardening, you can offer gardening classes. You can consult someone on how to you know, create a resume. We were talking about having a resume writing business. You can consult people on anything, anything at all. If you're good at playing soccer, you can maybe teach someone else, you know, kids who are learning how to play soccer. Maybe you can offer some type of a course doing that. But consulting or, or, or even coaching if if you have something that you feel is valuable enough to share with other people, that's a good opportunity for you to start a business around that. And there'll, there'll be a link attached regarding consulting that gives you seven lessons about running a consulting company, just to give you kind of a kickstart if that's something that you're interested in doing. But you don't need to have a whole lot to get started. If you have some way to maybe create a website and you can find a hosting company that's offering a special, maybe there's like a, you know, to give you a free month or two of free hosting so you can have your own website. On that website, you can list all the services that you offer. You can explain you know, why you're qualified to consult, which would just be you telling people what experience you've had in that particular area and what services you offer. And, you know, you don't have to list your prices, but you can think about how much you want to charge people for that. And just really think about 
sharing your experience, sharing your knowledge, any skill you may have with the general public. You'd be surprised. People really don't understand how, even if you are only, let's say from a very beginner at a skill is at level one, and then a, a complete expert is number 10. Even if you're only at level four, right? If there's someone who's at level one, you can teach them to at least get to where you are. You don't have to be, you know, at the top of your field and whatever it is that you've been doing, whatever skill you have, whatever talent you have, whatever experience you have, you can offer your experience and you can teach someone. Believe me, just think about something that you're passionate about that you wouldn't mind teaching or consulting someone else on and and maybe consider doing something like that. So number six is building websites. If you're good at building websites, and this doesn't have to necessarily be you, you know, building it using code from scratch. Maybe someone just needs you to help them, you know, you have the website framework, but they may need someone to come in and put in their information, put in the heading, put in the body of the text for them so that they've got a nice um, framework or, or a nice built out site that they can just go ahead and, okay, now it's up, it looks good. I can go ahead now and just kind of pick up where you, you know you left off. So if someone needs a website built, yeah, they may want someone to design it for them and customize it for them from scratch. But there may also be someone who just wants you to, you know, give them their website with their branding in there, the colors there, their logo in a certain spot. And there are so many different websites that will allow you to customize their sites using basically drag and drop templates that it may be easy for you to say, you know, look, I don't build websites from scratch, but if you tell me everything you want in your site, I can customize your site so that, you know, you have your blog starting on this page. You have a page where you can sell, you know, digital downloads. There's a checkout page and just customize it for them. That is something that a lot of people who have blogs would definitely, definitely, definitely pay for. So if you're familiar with something like WordPress or Squarespace or Wix, GoDaddy or any of those, think about practicing on the site and look to see how comfortable you would be if someone offered, you know, you money for for you to help them customize their site and think about offering that as a service. And if you do know coding and you can build a website from scratch, then, hey, you are made in the shade because that is it's so popular now for people to have their own site, either selling a physical product or starting a blog or anything like that. And if you can build a website from scratch, you are awesome. Okay. Number seven is driving for a company like Uber or Lyft. If you're not in the U.S., I'm not too familiar um, with you know whether or not there's Uber and Lyft in other countries, but if there's some type of a ride-sharing company where you live and you have a car, and, and for Uber, I believe you've got to have at least three years of driving experience and a clean driving record. So if you've got a ton of you know, violations, dri- driving violations, traffic violations, citations, 
on your record. I don't know whether or not that will be a good option for you. But if you do have a car and you've got a relatively clean driving record and you've been driving for a few years, uh, that's not a bad option. There are people that make good money driving for these rideshare companies. So again, there is, I'll, I'll link an article that'll give you the requirements to become an Uber, Uber driver in case that's something that you're interested in. But any type of ride sharing company is, is not a bad idea. And all you need up front is you need the car. So yeah, I guess you have to buy enough gas to get you through until you get your paycheck. I don't know how, how they pay you. If you get tips, I don't know if you get the tips right away or not, but Having to buy gas might be the only thing, you know, you might need. Unless you want to offer candy. I've been in Uber cars where they offer you candy and mints and things like that uh, for the riders. So if you want to do something extra like that, you'd have to pay for that too. Okay. Number eight, teaching a language to children or adults or tutoring. Now, if you are able to teach your first language to someone else. So let's say Spanish is your first language and you are actually able to maybe teach a child beginner's Spanish or tutor a child who's taking a Spanish class. That is awesome. That's an amazing opportunity to actually get money on the side or to start a tutoring business. Because there are a lot of students who are either taking a, a language in school. And because of the pandemic, they may be taking classes from home. So if you're able to tutor using something like Zoom or what's the other, uh, Skype, that may be a good way to earn money right now. And it doesn't have to be children. It can be, you know, adults who are learning a language as a second, you know, as a second language. And if you're able to communicate enough to teach them the basics, that's not a bad that's not a bad idea. And you can either do a part-time or you can scale it up and take on more than, you know, one child or one student at a time and make a decent uh, income doing that. And of course, there'll be a link for all these businesses so you can get more in-depth information on how you would get started. Number nine is house sitting. House sitting is basically just the way it sounds. You know, if, if you have a babysitter person will usually come to you and watch your child for you while you are you know, running errands or you're just away from the house doing whatever you have to do. That person will watch the child for you and you pay them. House sitting is pretty much the same thing. Someone has to leave their house for a certain period of time. They may want someone there to water their plants just to make sure that maybe it looks like someone's home the whole time. So no one knows that they're out of town for a month and they pay you to stay in their house and make sure that everything is okay while they're gone. And this is actually, it's a legitimate business. It may be more challenging to get your very first client because I'm sure for anyone who's having a stranger stay in their house while they're gone, trust will be the major hurdle. So if you can get that first client, and, you know, things go well and you're able to get a recommendation from that first client, then I think that you, you know, you'd have, a, a, it wouldn't be as difficult to find your next client after that, once you have a recommendation. 
but you can definitely start a house sitting business because there are people that have multiple houses and they can't obviously, you know, occupy more than one at a time. And you may be able to stay for a short term while they're on vacation or for a longer term, you know, if they're actually at a different residence uh, living. So house sitting is not a bad, not a bad gig, right? You're just staying there in someone's house. And as long as you feel safe, uh, I guess, you know, not a, a, a hard day's work. Okay. Number 10 is home, I guess, or office organization. So if you are a neat freak, if you are someone who knows how to organize things, you know how to make uh, maximize on space, home organization is actually a big business. There are people who will pay good money to have you come into their house or their office and you know, give them more space because maybe they've got a closet that's too small and they need some way to fit all their clothes and they need you to work magic to fit everything in there. Or if it's someone that just has a hard time staying organized, maybe they're just messy kind of all over the place and they will hire someone to come in and organize their closets, their drawers, their rooms. And if you're that person, if you are someone who, you know, has a place for everything, everything's in its place and you're able to go into someone else's closet and kind of whoop, 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 you know, move things around and give them more space and, and, and actually give them the opportunity to have a nice organized, whatever, that's, that's a good business. People will definitely pay money for that. And if you have to buy equipment and the only equipment I can imagine would be, you know, maybe storage bins or things that you would actually need to maybe segment drawers and closets and things like that, they would pay for that. So all you would need is maybe an agreement that would spell that out and say, look, I'll, I'll do X, Y, Z to give you more space, but I will need this money up front to purchase these items for you. And you can list that out. You can buy what you need and you'll be on your way. So home or office organizations is a good one. Number 11 is drop shipping. And we've talked about it before. And uh, if you listen, I believe it's episode one. I talk about how to start a drop shipping business. So if you want to review that, head on over to episode one, check that out. And, but you will need a website. So you can start with Shopify and Shopify will give you a free trial for, if it's not 30 days, it's 14 days, but I know that it's a free trial. So you don't have to pay anything right away. And if you're not familiar with drop shipping, it's where you have a business selling a physical product and you don't pay anything out of pocket, but your customer will pay for whatever item you're selling. You use that money that the customer is paying to purchase the product from a supplier for a lesser amount. You ship the product to your customer and then you keep the difference. So that's drop shipping. You don't need anything up front because you're paying for the product once you receive payment from your customer. So if you tell your customer, hey, we've got 10 day shipping, when they give you that money, you've got to make sure that you can get that item from the shipper to you so you have enough time you know, to get it to your customer. So drop shipping, great option. There are a ton of different products you could possibly sell. I always suggest people find a niche or a target audience to, uh, to sell to so you're not kind of all over the place just with a general store. 
But if you are able to find a product that is, you know, either different enough or, you know, the product evokes some type of emotion in the potential customer, you can do really well selling that way. And all you would need at first is that website. So if you can find some way to get a free site or take advantage of that free Shopify trial, you won't need a penny up front. The dropshipping is number 11. And number 12 is gardening and landscaping. So do you have a green thumb? Are you good at keeping plants? Are you good at growing a garden? That's a good way to make extra money because people will pay someone else to come in and either map out their landscaping because most people just don't have that vision. <laughs> you can have a, you can have a garden, you can have a flower bed. But if you've really got an eye for landscaping and you really are good at gardening or you've got, you're passionate about gardening, then that may be a good option for you. Because even though that's something that may come so easily to you, trust me, it's not something that everyone has. I mean, <laughs> people buy plants and then the plants, you know, they may or may not survive. And that's in the house. So if it's someone that really wants to have like a nice garden outside, a lot of us need help with that. You need to know what type of soil to use, what type of nutrients the, each particular plant or flower will need, what flowers or you know, fruits or vegetables do well in that particular climate or that region. So if you're someone that, who, who really likes that kind of thing or doesn't mind learning it, that could really be that could really be a nice business. And if you need anything similar to the uh, home organization business, if you need things for the garden, you can just let your client know, okay, I can create this uh, garden or flower bed for you, but I'll need X, Y, and Z materials to do that. And then just have them give you the money up front to purchase the materials. And then once you get a few clients, then if you want to build up your own, you know, uh, I guess not that toolkit, but if you want to have your own equipment that you would take with you from job to job, you could do that. But I think it's totally reasonable to expect your client to pay for the soil and, and fertilizer and things like that up front. Okay, number 13 is event planning. So event planning, it can be anything from planning a birthday party or a retirement party a wedding, uh, anything, any type of event where someone will need you to, you know, secure the venue, find a caterer, find a DJ possibly, and just help them make their job easier. And usually you would, you know, meet with the, with the potential client, find out what they have in mind, and then you'll let them know if it's something that you're able to accomplish especially in that period of time. So if they want to have a big event and they've only given you 30 days lead time, you can let them know whether or not you're able to meet their needs, find out what goals they have. So let's say they want to plan this whole extravagant extravaganza and their budget is just not, is just not going to cut it. Then that's something you can let them know as a, as the planner. Okay. I can't do what you, you know, described with that particular budget, but here, this is what I can do for you. 
And then you can kind of bring them back. (laughs) You can kind of bring them back to reality and share with them a vision to make their event special, but just maybe for less money. And I think that's invaluable, being able to, you know, help someone really throw the type of event that they want to throw, even though they may not have a lot of money. And a lot of people just don't know how to do that. We don't know how to, you know, cut corners and still have a really nice event. And if you're someone who's good at doing that, maybe you can go to a dollar store and get all the equipment that you need and throw a fabulous, beautiful event. If you're able to do that and you've maybe you've got a vision where or you've got a talent where you're able to actually take someone's idea and vision and bring it to fruition. If you're able to do that, then event planning is something that, I mean, it's very popular. People make good money doing that. Whether you're playing, like I said, a wedding or a birthday party, if that sounds like something that might be fun to you, I would definitely look into it and take a look at the article that will be in the show notes, because I think that's something worth looking into. And it sounds like a lot of fun. You know, if you're planning parties and different events and you get to, you know, build relationships with different owners and managers of of different venues and caterers and DJs and (laughs) bakeries. I mean, that, I don't know. That just sounds like a lot of fun. If it's something that, you know, you're good at. I don't know if I'd really be good at that, but it sounds like a lot of fun. Okay. Number 14 is sewing and alterations. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of things that I would not be good at would be uh, sewing (laughs) and making alterations. But if you are a seamstress or if you're maybe not a professional seamstress, maybe you just, you know, you put, you're able to fix holes in clothing and blankets and you can crochet and, and knit and, and sew and make dresses and outfits and all that kind of stuff. Why not make money selling clothing or selling anything that you can create? Why not do that? Um, I think a lot of people do it as a hobby and not really looking to make a living from it, but people love unique items and people always have to have things altered. You know, maybe you are being fitted for a wedding gown or if you're a bridesmaid in someone else's wedding and you need to have your dress altered, you know, it's always going to be someone that'll need to have a seamstress. So if that's something that you're interested in doing, you can definitely build a whole business around that, you know, depending on what it is you do. If you make alterations, you can make an alterations business. If you sew, obviously you could sell clothing. You could create, what do you call that when you have a pattern? You can, if you can create patterns and sell patterns, you can do that online even. So if, if, if you're into that kind of thing, and you want to have a, a business around that, you know, don't, you know, don't sell yourself short. You can definitely make money doing that. So the last one that I wanted to cover was virtual assistant. So I've talked about this before, and this is basically you working with someone else who may need you to assist them with the business that they own. Now, you wouldn't be working for them like you are their secretary, like they're your employer. This is your business. So you're working with them as, you know, they're your client. And what you would be doing is things like, you know, let's say you're working for a blogger 
They may need you to create graphics that they can use to promote their blog on social media sites. They may need you to contact other bloggers to see if they're able to, you know, post a guest post on their blog or reach out to other podcasters to see if there's an opportunity to do a, a, a joint, you know, guest podcasting show. It could be anything related to their business, their day-to-day tasks, or just helping them grow the business. And what's really good is that you can actually hire out, or you can actually hire other virtual assistants to send out, quote unquote, send out on jobs where you wouldn't be doing any of the virtual assistant work yourself. So it's your business. You hire virtual assistants and then you assign them to other jobs, right? So you own the business. You've got employees who are actually doing virtual assistant work for your clients, which is awesome. And even if you are thinking about starting a blog or starting some type of business that you don't know a lot about, it's a good way to get on the job training because you'll find out how they are running their business. You can kind of take you know, different tips from the way they're operating their business. You can learn different aspects of it, why you're helping them. So it can be a really good opportunity to learn and also make money at the same time. And if you want to run a business where you have employees doing the work, hey, that gives you the opportunity to do that as well. So that may be something to look into. All right. So now that's that's it. That's going to do it for me for this week. There's 15 businesses you can start this week with zero money up front. So don't forget, look in the description and the show notes, and there'll be a link to all of these uh, jobs, all these businesses that I mentioned with a link to different articles for each, giving you an idea of how you can start. And there's also a link to the Canva course. So if you're interested in the Canva for Beginners, there is a discount code and the giveaway, and it'll all be in that in the description box in the show notes section. All right. So thank you so much for listening. As usual, be safe, uh, be healthy, and peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.